0: Hey folks, welcome to the Office Hours. Uh, Barry and I are joined again by the uh, a fantastic and amazing musician, Mr. Uh, Nerdy. Oh, uh, for folks that don't know, he is a he is a bard that was so bad. He was on a two year residency in the mm-hmm. as the uh, house band in Baytor until an right. unfortunate exchange with the Pit Fiend, which we can't talk about <laughs> for legal purposes. Yeah, it's an NDA. Uh, there's like five people who get that joke. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: anyway, so last time we were talking to you in last week's episode, we were discussing, you know, your music uh, and the role that uh, nerd culture plays in that. And now we're going to take it a little bit uh, adjacent to that and mm. you wanted to talk about the mcu the yeah. possibility of introducing the mutants the x-men yeah. and the analogy of race so yes. um in full disclosure i have not seen uh, 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 hmm, multiverse of madness just yet mm-hmm. uh, i'm probably going to see it in the next week but uh, i know that that was talked about like as a way of possibly doing it but when you think about introducing the mutants into the mcu what yeah. comes to mind
2: well, first thing I think of is i I think we have a rare opportunity to reintroduce such an iconic uh, group into mm-hmm. the world that i I think it would be a disservice to just try and bring old the old versions from the other movies into the MCU. I think we're so used to having the same characters. Play of the same actors and the same people mm-hmm. reprise these roles that we miss on opportunities to tell new stories. I think the best example of this is with uh, Spider-Man in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Tom Holland Spider-Man is not, uh, you know, Sam Raimi Spider-Man is not the amazing Spider-Man. It's not even Miles Morales. He's mm-hmm. not even Peter Parker from Six One Six, like the comic yeah. book version. He's a completely different character that can tell a completely different story and so far each of those stories have been really good yeah and so i'm like i would it would be a disservice i think for us to just try and scoot these ones over and Mm -hmm. we can we can really tell some new stories with the x-men that only the x-men can tell
0: i think you're exactly right um on that note of miles morales i am uh i get physically angry whenever i think about how they've referenced miles morales twice now Mm-hmm. in the mcu when are they going to actually introduce him exactly hurry the hell up
2: hurry up man like we it, it's i yeah. get it i get it you want to set you want to establish peter you want to have him be the spider-man mm-hmm. that is going to be the one to like Mentor Miles, miles. house. Oh. I get it. I understand. He was,
0: they reference him in the first one with yep. uh, with Uncle Aaron, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in this most recent one, with Jimmy Fox is like, "I thought you'd be black." Yeah, like I thought,
2: yeah, <laughs> like, thought you. I don't know. You <laughs> saving <same laughs> poor people yeah, yeah. Like I just. I don't know. I just thought you be black from
0: Queens, helping people. I thought you. <laughs> yeah. Black. And my, 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 my I love the Andrew Garfield's character. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know what to do. I, I, like, I, that's so I, funny. Um, so that being said, uh. It would be interesting to introduce the mutants. There's all been there's been all kinds of conversation about how to do that. Honestly, mm-hmm. um, I personally, I think it would be neat mm-hmm. if they did a I would like for Magneto and Xavier to exist in the past of this universe. Oh, OK. I would like for them to not be on screen Oh, okay. so that we can tell new stories. And here's why. Uh, mm-hmm. When you look at like because we can tell whatever story we want to at this point, we don't have to maintain any sort of like fidelity to the comics, that kind of thing. We obviously use that as inspiration, but they mix and match, you know, stories from the, for the entire all all time. Yeah. Like if we had maybe people like, cause Xavier and Magneto could pass as human, mm-hmm. right. Uh, because they could present themselves as human. We could have them be like, have uh, we could find out through the lens of, uh Maybe a handful of mutants that they had tried, they had not been successful, but mm-hmm. that someone picked up where they left off.
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: If that makes any sense. And there's a couple of mm-hmm. things about this. One, because I I think we can do without Xavier and Magneto. I I love them as characters, but we've had a lot of them. We've had them for 20 plus years now. Right. Uh, The other aspect is I want Magneto to stay a survivor of the Holocaust. And there's obviously the aspect of time that goes along with that. Yeah. But also because if you did something like what they tried to do with the new mutants where they had Mm -hmm. them in like a mental institution, like that's how I think people would respond. If, if you went to someone, if you went to your doctor and said, Mm -hmm. I can freeze things with my touch. His or her response is going to be, we need to get you checked out.
2: Yeah. They did that at the beginning of uh, Iron Fist, which I was actually really interested about. Like they were like, you're crazy. Like this is, you can't just say Kun Lun a bunch of times and assume Mm -hmm. that everyone's going to believe you. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And if we stick with the idea that um, the mutants are rare because they were in their initial conception, Mm. they were very few and far between. Uh, We were just talking about to, uh, to professor Neil, on the episode where like they've had to they've killed off the mutants a handful of times as like entire genocides Yeah, in part because the editors were tired of keeping track of them, of how many of them there yeah. were. Yeah. Yeah. 16 million, literally six an island of 16 million. Mm-mm, you, we can't do this. Uh, that's too many. That's yeah. Too many. We're, yeah. <laughs> we're going to murder all of them except for like five. Yeah. Uh, constantly. But if you have mutations as being rare and uncommon, mm-hmm. it would make a degree of sense that they would be treated within like medical facilities or things like that, where um, because powers are on some level unpredictable. Oh well, it turns out people we've been institutionalizing some of them actually have powers. Yeah, Th- that could be a way in. But w- something we talked about uh, prior to this episode in the preparation for it was that using it as a productive and I underscore productive mm-hmm. analogy for race because that can be difficult with the X Men.
2: Yeah, I know. I I was under the imp- even I was. Under, and I'm a nerd. Mm-hmm. I've been a nerd for a whole long. Even I had been under the impression that you know. Professor X is Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. and Magneto is uh, sorry. They're cutting the grass literally right outside my window right now. <laughs> so I'm just—they know. They know this conversation is about to be real productive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but like Magneto being Ma- Malcolm X, and like mm. that was like the thing that I've I've since learned that that's like not the case. But I think that even though that was not the original intention, and even though in the comics now Magneto and Professor X are on the same team mm-hmm. the i the idea that both of these people had the right idea in 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 part and then together they have found themselves mm-hmm. um more healthy and a more way to get their people the rights and things that they deserve mm-hmm. i love that i think that we should incorporate that conversation because yes. as marginalized people are especially marginalized people on race alone have been fighting these fights like yeah. for so long you know the the idea of like let's burn it all down and oh let's like you know work hand in hand and and pass these laws and da da da, da. so often we get pitted against each other because yeah. uh the apathy of the opposition so to show a story that connects them and then pushes them forward, I think Mm -hmm. is so powerful. And the X-Men can do that where other people can't,
0: you know, I agree. I agree. And so one of the so the thing about like the the civil rights and uh, metaphor and all that kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. Stan Lee has been quoted, has quoted a couple of times that like Mm -hmm. uh, he was, you know, directly inspired by the civil rights movement, this, that and the other. And then um, that, you know, there was I think at one point he says, well, you know, there was some aspect of uh, Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and these characters. And then at other times I said, yeah, he never really meant it that way. Mm-hmm. Right. So he, and in and, and fairness to him, uh, he has a career that spans decades. He's yeah. not going to get it. He sometimes gets his own, his own story confused. Mm-hmm. As I understand it based off of not just him, but other people around him. The idea was it was in the air, mm-hmm. but he never intended for it to be a one-to-one comparison. Actually, exactly. that, that is a, that is that, uh, perspective is one that picks up a lot in circa early 2000s with the Brian Singer X-Men movies, right? Because mm-hmm. Singer absolutely was trying for that. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, the way that Stan is a showman and all that kind of stuff and he, you know, sort of leaned into it. But he's uh, a yes ander,
2: you know, so he's we, you know? He's, he, he, he he's going to make was. it. He was he was going to yeah. make people like, oh, like, hey, like, sure. Like, yeah. What, what do you think yeah. about that? Like he was yeah. trying to facilitate conversation.
0: Yeah. Um, and, you know, he was he was you know, a hype man. Uh, yeah, and there's something you said for that. Mm. So the, when we think about like, okay, the X-Men as a, the mutant metaphor, as a analogy as uh, for race across the board is not a good one, no. but there are stories that are really good at addressing this. And one of my favorite ones that I talk about in my class, so I teach a, a freshman seminar class on comic book studies, um, is I have my students read, I think it's, X-Men 170 and 171. I'm Kenny X-Men. I want to say it's the first time the Morlocks are introduced. Oh, yes. Mm, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so which, by the way, is also where we get a great example of storm just being a stone cold do what you got to do leader She's like kicking. Ass in those stories. For those that don't know, the basic plot is that Angel, right? Uh uh the icon of pretty boys with uh, mutant powers. <laughs> exactly. Um, Warren Worthington III, the, the third, which is the name that tells you everything that you need to know about <laughs> this character, right? Literally has angel wings and can fly. Um he gets kidnapped. Right, blonde hair. Right. Blonde haired, blue-eyed, rich white boy with a third generation name, all mm-hmm. that, I mean. Uh, he gets kidnapped by the Morlocks who are mutants, who are so ugly that they live underground away from society because they don't, because they cannot pass as human. Uh, He gets kidnapped by Callisto, who is their leader, who is like going to take him as a bride, which is an interesting subversion of a trope already. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, then we have the X-Men happen. Like they, they, they go looking for him because they know he's missing. Storm is the leader, all this kind of stuff. There's a moment where Callisto and storm duel. And, uh, someone remarks, it's like, it's either nightcrawler or Colossus. Who's like storm took a vow and never take a life again. How is she going to do this? Cause it's a fight to the death and storm just rolls up. Just shivs her sneak attack, 3d6 damage right to the ribs. Yep. And they, yeah. And like, literally they say, the only reason Callisto isn't dead is because one of the other mutants came in and saved her life. Otherwise she would have bled out within seconds. Um, and storms like, look, it is what it is. Like, I don't want to take a life, but this is what we're going to have to do. Um, so. all that to say this it's a great metaphor for colorism and passing yep Mm -hmm. right if we understand that like so someone like myself who is of a a mixed racial and ethnic background uh i can pass depending i like to joke that i'm a rorschach test tell me what (laughs) you see Uh, (laughs) um but for other people that's not an option and so there's that aspect of our own spaces and that is that's a productive conversation to have yeah
2: and that's why i think that this is, and one of my big things about bringing them to X Men to the MCU is you're gonna need to change the races. I, 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 that's, that's why I say I don't wanna take these people from over here, and just bring them over here. Mm-hmm. I personally think, and this is, this is, this is me telling people, Charles Xavier should be black. I know that like a lot, some people like, aren't ready for that because okay. Patrick Stewart has been doing it for a while. Mm-hmm. I think that he should, instead of getting injured in some kind of like archaeological, Nonsense that happens in the comics, about <laughs> like aliens and whatnot.
0: Or originally, and, it was a, a villain named Lucifer who broke his Yeah, like Lucifer broke. Like, like, yeah.
2: like, yeah. Bro- like yeah. they were doing a dig, yeah. and he threw a mountain on him. Yeah. Nah, he gets shot by the police. Like I like he's a because if you remember Charles Xavier's story, his right. family is married into a rich. White family that's where the Xavier compound comes from now he was poor and white but like the concept of his mother being married to a rich white man he lives in a rich white neighborhood maybe he's out for a jog his mutant power activates he hears something he tries to check Mm -hmm. it out and then he's stopped by the police in this rich white neighborhood and Mm -hmm. he is immediately attacked yeah you know what I mean yeah and then have him be a civil he is already a civil rights leader Mm hmm and has been. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just a, he's, he's He goes to these conventions. He's the one talking. He's secretly a mutant because mutants have existed for a minute. You yeah. know, it's just that the ones that pass don't, yeah. like, the ones that pass do, and the ones mm-hmm. that don't, don't. But now, as all these superheroes and super people are coming to fruition, like, the media needs someone to blame for stuff. Sure. that they're scared of mm-hmm. and then so you can start changing i think that beast hank mccoy should also mm-hmm. be black mm-hmm. i think that the concept of i don't want anyone to know that i'm a mutant because i'm going to lose my scholarships even though i really enjoy doing like i'm really mm-hmm. smart and that's really what i should be known for mm-hmm. i'm big i'm strong and black and they'll have me play football and i'll do that and what's interesting about is that a is- story that mm-hmm. can be told
0: in that same vein, uh, folks that may not be aware. So we think of Beast as being blue. He's mm-hmm. not. He's He's, he's blue furred, but he has white skin. Um, And in his original uh, mutation, he just had larger proportion limbs. Yep. That's right? it. Yeah. Big hands,
2: it. big feet. And he yeah. could like grab onto things and mm-hmm. swing around. And yeah. so like the idea of Hank McCoy being like, I don't want people to find out I'm a mutant mm-hmm. because I, I want to be able to keep all my stuff because this is the only way out for me. <laughs>
0: You're gonna have Hank McCoy playing for the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs>
2: yes, you know, I was gonna like, he's gonna like, I'm gonna get a scholarship, I'm gonna yeah. play, I'm gonna get like, I'm gonna get out. I'm like, mm-hmm. I have him living, you know, I'm having him live in a poverty neighborhood, I'm gonna get out. This is my way out. And then if I found out of a mutant, that's why originally mm-hmm. he's like, I don't, I want to get rid of my mutant ability because that's mm-hmm. what he was doing. Mm-hmm. like i, I want to get rid of this i don't yeah. want it and then for him to then further mutate so he can't mm-hmm. hide it anymore mm-hmm. i think that's super powerful um I think you can't tell that story with the x ex- or with the avengers you just
0: can't no that's true it will and along that line and this is going to get a little depressing but it, it hopefully will, will make it a little more optimistic um so people who have listened to my material uh my podcast or tiktok know i hate cyclops uh i listen you are precisely the second person I know who have had that response. All right,
2: I uh, don't even know what to say here, about here's, that.
0: Look, here's, Cyclops is every like uh, high school to college age person that I have had to work with in a group project, right? Who was in charge and didn't know how to get his head out of his ass. Uh, uh, Um, (laughs) That being said, I have softened on Cyclops over the years because I've come to understand he was a manipulated child soldier. Yeah. (laughs) Still a dick, but a child soldier. I'm willing to reconcile that. Right. Mm -hmm. But um, this is the the depressing part. Uh, Roughly 50% of uh, black and Mm -hmm. African-American youth in the United States will be the subject of a child protective services investigation before they're 18. Mm -hmm. Right. Roughly 20 to 25% uh in that number will be will be removed into the foster care system at some point, right? Perhaps for permanent removal or perhaps as a temporary situation. Mm. Um, um and the 20, 25%, I'm guessing I think that's the number someone uh, please feel free to fact check me on that, but I know the 50% at, at number is accurate. Um that being said, if you had the Summers brothers be the subject of that and end up in the home and be divided up, particularly mm. from a young age, you could have a uh, Scott and Alex um reconnection right and yeah. have that be like a beautiful on-screen moment yes while also addressing things because they were orphans because yeah. they they were disenfranchised and impoverished and very vulnerable to the unfortunate forces of the world that might seek to use them in a particular way
2: yeah i i, I just think the x-men has this potential of telling all of these stories about mm-hmm. i guess more real threats mm-hmm. that aren't like i mean like giant robots yeah they have to fight yeah. giant robots but like real real threats about like which is on the horizon for us
1: i might add i'm just saying the 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 robot thing they're they're putting guns on robots yeah guns and robots are real
2: (laughs) and we and and, but it's like i want to see the x-men like really get into Mm -hmm. that stuff and 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 not so much the next big bad but like tell the story because First of all, the Morlocks hasn't been told, and I really think that that should be a big part of what's going on, yeah. like, mute that can't pass. Like, uh-huh. I think that that's huge. Well, I've been reading had- Wild Card. Have you read Wild Card by uh, like, a, it's a bunch of short stories, but it's edited um, by George or Martin. Yes, or
0: Martin. I know of it. I know of it. Yeah,
2: They, they use a lot of, like, Jokers being like the mm-hmm. deformed people that don't have any powers, but mm-hmm. are just no longer human. And yeah. then aces those who have powers, but and are are beautiful and celebrity mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And really get into that uh, because that's the best part of the X-Men comics is when Cyclops mm-hmm. is like, Hey, Captain America, why are you loved and I'm hated? Yeah. yeah. Like, like, Hey, fantastic four. Uh Sunfire is a mutant that can create fire and fly around mm-hmm. Human Torch is a, a guy who can mm-hmm. create fire and fly around. Why is Sunfire f- t- chased out of a building? Mm-hmm. And why is, you know, why is uh, Human Torch caught in the ribbon?
0: Admittedly, it's because most people want to sleep with Johnny Storm.
2: Yes, if, if and that's honest, fair. That's, but Sunfire is not. Sunfire is an attractive Asian man. He is. He's he is. like, we should, like, the dude is handsome. But they're all handsome. In <laughs> fairness, everybody in know, the X Men is, is, is it's hot for some reason. Well, it's,
0: it's like, like, a, <laughs> no, I, I said before we started recording, I was watching Logan last night, and, you know, even, you know, Hugh Jackman, you know, even as an old man and decrepit and scarred with little scars across his face, is still an unreasonably handsome fella.
2: They're all um, handsome but, for somebody. That's their yeah, mutant powers, well. right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Let's>, we're <with yeah. laughs> super pretty um but then you had caliban right mm-hmm. in that movie who literally can't go out in the sun without almost bursting into flames yeah uh, who is a morlock yeah. right and so but that's about as close as they get to actually dressing. yeah um did you ever watch the gifted i did yes yeah so like they have um so they had uh oh goodness gracious uh proud star john Proudstar, mm-hmm. right not uh, his brother uh James, right? Not yep. Warpath. Warpath. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, they had Thunderbird on uh on The Gifted. And for those who don't know, he was a one of the original like Native American characters that they introduced in the comics. Immediately um, killed him. Was it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, right. It, well they just brought him back, actually. Yeah, yeah. Like 40 years later. Um mm-hmm. I can't say I've been terribly happy with how they've done it, but it is what it is. Um But that being said, what was interesting, what I loved about the gifted was that they tried to address actual issues, right, Mm -hmm. Uh, of things. They made the Sentinels from being robots into a federal agency. It's like, well, that tracks entirely. Yeah, That makes more Uh, sense. uh, John Proudstar was a uh, Native American, I believe, Apache, and he was a veteran. And there is a disproportionate number of Native Americans who serve in the armed forces Mm -hmm. and like talking about like how someone like him uh, who grows up on a reservation ends up in the military is a worthwhile conversation that also ties to the aspect of mutancy. Um, so yeah, so there are a lot of great opportunities. Um, I, I'm hopeful I'm not, you know, we almost got a, uh, a series on ghost rider with, um, uh, with Robbie Reyes, we were mm, almost there, gross. and, mm, it was, and then, and it's like I, I didn't, I, I kind of liked how they did them in Agents of Shield, but they just mm. they, and then and so I don't know, maybe maybe now that they've I, yeah. taken some chances, I yeah, think that it was, it's
2: time, and I, oh, it's it, past it, time. It's past. Well, first of all, Marvel as as cool as Marvel is, it's still very white. Oh yeah, and like I think that one of the things that Marvel did really well at the beginning of their. Was taking actors that nobody knew and giving them names that people could connect with, and mm-hmm. then rocketing those people into the moon. And in this day and age where Marvel and Disney have made a claim to say that's what we want to do with people of color and make a lot of stuff like that, creating another X Men team full of all white little pretty kids i i think isn't the move but you could do that with the x-men everybody knows who wolverine is mm-hmm. everybody know, and honestly in in my opinion don't even put wolverine in like how you said don't sure, put yeah. uh charles and magneto and mm-hmm. I, I i kind of agree to it, a certain aspect i think they're like this is a big part of it mm-hmm. um but the timeline with magneto not being uh mm-hmm. A Holocaust survivor would be kind of difficult to do. Not to say that there aren't other atrocities that could sure. you could easily have Magneto come from and not be Eric Lancer from from the Holocaust or just Timestone. Well, in in like like <laughs> Timestone, Timestone like stuff, I will huh?
0: say. So I was talking to. Um, Rabbi Lynette Herzog, who does, rab- who's at Rabbi Comics on, on mm. TikTok. And, and for her, it was really important that Magneto stay a survivor of the Holocaust. However, it is worth noting that, like you say, we have had other atrocities. We could take other X-Men and do that story with them. Yeah. Um, you could what if it's not exa- it's it's a relevant one that's relatively recent. What if you had Storm be a part of the Arab Spring? Yeah. Like it was in Egypt, right? Uh, or if you had mutants, maybe someone who had survived Rwanda. Right. Uh, and that be a similar voice, because, mm-hmm. again, like, because that's the other thing is too. Um, when we think about their role as uh, being productive discussions of race, mm-hmm. uh, we also have to like uh, the Holocaust is a, absolutely a worthy thing that we, we should keep in in some degree of conversation, you know, at all times. But there's also been a lot of other things mm-hmm. we think about, like, what happened recently as we record this, you know, within a week ago, uh, there was the Buffalo shooting. Yeah. Right. Or there was the uh, shooting at the Taiwanese church uh, in California, or mm-hmm. any of the other atrocities. Or, I mean, what if the the, the shooting at the
2: at the LGBTQ club? Like, yeah. you know, yeah, there is the so many American, things
1: yeah. that have or happened. Even just a, a, you're uh, unfortunately run into the mill like high school shooting or something. Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: Like, there is a lot, and so yeah. To, to to your to your point of like, obviously these Mm -hmm. characters represent so many powerful things that have happened across Mm -hmm. history. And in comics, it's a lot easier to just like, and now he's a baby and you know, and now he's, you know, like, like all that kind of stuff. Magically aged. Yeah. Yeah. Like keep that stuff the same and we could still do that. You know what I mean? Eric Lanchard, could just be walking he's in he's in the concentration camp and then all of a sudden because a result of the snap somehow the time stone just just immediately displaces him and now he's in the modern day and so then it it, then he just grows up with this with this intimate Mm -hmm. knowledge of this thing which would which would um reflect how descendants of these uh, atrocities feel like even though It happened all these years ago, and people are like, Why are you still angry about it? He's like, It doesn't feel like it happened all these years ago to me. Yeah, like you know what I mean? Like, and that a lot of us people of color would be like, Oh, slavery, or oh, oh, you know, the destruction of these people or the massacre of the Dakotas and all that stuff. Like, oh, why are you still upset about it? It's like, yo, because my grandfather talked to me about Mm -hmm. that, even if it's not Eric Lancher himself Mm -hmm. being Magneto, having him a character exist and then inspire the next magneto
0: yeah or have i I would love uh because you often have holocaust survivors speaking at colleges maybe magneto hung up the cape and now that's what he does he speaks at these things um yeah well and and, you think about scope and scale so like i you know because i have taught at a variety of places some with students who understood the idea of like a generation ain't that long ago whereas others Mm who are like well you know slavery is whatever it's Mm -hmm. you know done and gone. And I point out that, like in 1977, North Carolina was the last state to uh, practice uh, forced sterilization on people against their will um, and without their consent. That's 1977. Yeah. Uh, My mom was born in 68. You know, like these are things in living memory and we need to to bear that in mind. So there is so much there to get into. Uh, We're running uh, shorter on time. Let me ask you, who do you want to see? Like, who is your if no one else? This is the mutant I want to see.
2: Mm. If I can only get one mutant in the MCU, I would say it's it's a it's probably a tie between Thor and or not Thor, sorry, a uh, Storm. Uh-huh. I was say like Thor, a uh, Storm. <laughs> and that was a real
1: letdown for a second there
2: yeah like i'd I, I say storm because we i can't hear this
0: episode now yeah now Sorry.
2: you know storm is so so good mm-hmm. and has so and has so many like story elements and we can and match her with the mcu mm-hmm. and with wakanda and a bunch mm-hmm. of other stuff it's really easy to put her in there mm-hmm. but then also there's this character called meatball I know that's really weird. He's one of a newer he's a, one okay. of the newer ones. Is he like Glob um, or
0: Beak or one of no, them? No,
2: he his power is that his body is perfect. Um, he's like nigh immortal and he's I, like stuff like that. I um, think I've heard about him. But he's a plus size dude. Okay. And he doesn't like his body, but his mutant power is that he literally can't do
0: anything I, okay. I saw one that Look, a comic TikToker talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was
2: like, you know. What a story, you know, yeah. like what a story being like, no, your body is physically perfect mm-hmm. and it, it will not be destroyed. And you will always look like this mm-hmm. and having him figure that out about like body standard and, and all that stuff. I think that'd be a really interesting story. I know it's, he's not like a super popular mutant or whatever. Yeah. And he's like kind of in the background, but I just, I, I think that that's really interesting. And I think it's
0: and actually cast a heavy set actor for it. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. Like and really, yeah. really do it. And mm-hmm. oh, I just think that would be a and like have him struggle with that. Have him have a love interest mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. So there's there's stuff that you could talk about. But mm-hmm. though, I, if I had to pick one of those two, I'd probably still pick Storm just yeah. because.
0: That's so powerful. and so cool. She's also never been given her due in the no. comics and in not in the comics, in the movies. Like the she's movies. never. Yeah. It's wild to me that they cast Halle Berry and then kept her as like a almost tertiary character. It's like, yeah. what, what are we doing? What um, are we
2: doing? Give her the accent. First of all, give her the accent. Yeah. Yes. Stop lying. Stop lying to everybody. <laughs> Like this girl is from average. She spent most of her yeah. time average. She's been in Cairo. She's only been in America for like a little bit. Stop. And have pretending. her
0: speak that same Shakespearean like dialogue from the from the animated show. Yes, I want that. I am the goddess, goddess. of wind. Will not find a single <laughs> contracted phrase in any of her language. Um, no. All right. So if it were me, I want it to be. So I love Nightcrawler, but we've had a fair amount of him. I want Gambit. And I want Gambit to be Creole with Native American and African-American background. Ooh, right? give me that. That's that's the gambit that I want. And the other thing, there is one thing, though. Unfortunately, I've come to learn that his accent is wrong. Oh, really? I didn't know. Yeah. So as I understand it from a, a colleague of mine who is from Louisiana, um, that is not the New Orleans accent. Mm. That is a East European, uh, not East, excuse me, East Louisiana, like swamp accent. I'm fine with mm. it, but I understand, you know, people might need to change, but it's that's not the same. Yeah, but I, I want Gambit because Gambit works well on a team. He works well independently. Mm-hmm. He does have a connection to Storm. Yep. Uh, and he is also a great example of someone who's like, yeah, causes are great. I'm trying to survive because mm-hmm. that's what's at like. That's what's at stake for me. Um. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: I think that'd be dope. Gambit's awesome. Yeah. Uh, we need more sexy dudes. Uh, throwing cards i think for sure yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what the mcu is lacking for sure uh just, yeah. just flip 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 and yeah. if we want to tell the morlock story he mm-hmm. is intimately connected to it because mm-hmm. he was part of that first morlock massacre yeah i yeah that, there's something to be said about that story that could yeah. really be some like Talk about some real stuff mm-hmm. about roles, our roles, even mm-hmm. our roles as Americans oh yeah in genocide, yeah. like in the modern day, and like yeah. dealing with that. So, well, of- and that's
0: that's a, that's another thing. And and you know, we could talk much longer at this point, but we'll just have to include like one of the things that we talk about if we use mutants as a metaphor for discussing race and those kind of stories. We also have to bear in mind that a lot of us, like I, it breaks my heart every time I see a Latino who's working for ICE, who's mm-hmm. working for Border Patrol. But the fact of the matter is as much as we have been crushed and ground up by the boots of, uh, of colonialism, we've also been the boot at yeah. times. And that's a hard conversation to have, but certainly a worthwhile one. Um, Barry, do you have a, a particular ca- uh, thing that you want to say? I mean, I- or, uh, at a all, mutants, at all of this, mutant Barry doesn't uh, doesn't track this thinking. stuff.
1: Well, no, I mean, I, I grew up watching the X Men cartoon, at least.
3: Um. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I can't wait for a full cinematic return of that. Yes, <laughs>
0: make it orchestral. Yes. Yes. Yep.
1: yep. Um, shoot. I don't know. I, I I can't remember her name, but an interesting character to me all the time was uh, the character that could shoot fireworks out of her hand. Jubilee! Jubilee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I think she'd be a fun one. She was Give always a, a fun character to to jump into an episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'd love to see her a, a reprisal of her and and Give a more fleshed out version of her, yeah. Get, yes. Like she lived in the mall. she was living in the mall as a
2: kid. Yeah. I remember thinking that was yeah. the coolest thing, like a mall rat. yeah. yeah. Asian American superhero mm-hmm. is always a positive thing, strong female character. I'm into also it.
0: a really strong connection to Storm. I'm seeing a theme, yep. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, just st- Storm is a pseudo mother to her, <laughs> like, yeah.
2: I just I think that first of all, if you give us the more of the 90s X-Men, I'm always good. I know they're doing that on Disney Plus, the continuation of the 90s show. But what I will say, what Mm -hmm. I will say is the only mutant that I think is already in the X-Men is Wolverine or in the uh, MCU is Wolverine. Because in Captain America, first Avenger, when he does the show for the Mm -hmm. GIs, there's that one guy who shouts, bring the girls back on. It's my head <laughs> cannon. That that's Logan. That makes, is my yeah. head cannon that that's Logan. Yeah. Cause that yeah. sounds like something he would do.
0: <laughs> I mentioned being uh, mad about the reboot of the, of the X-Men show or the continuation, whatever it is. It's only because um, I'm working, I'm, I'm contributing a chapter on a book on the X-Men animated series. Mine Ooh. is a, uh, my chapter is a intersectional class race and gender analysis of mystique as an exploited, Ooh. uh, uh, other person Ooh. and like that's a complete text and now it's not because
2: <laughs> now they're making more F- it, yeah. yes <laughs> like, oh man anyway
0: anyway uh, all right. so you know we we do have to pull this to a close but uh, that being said um we have not talked at all about your music in any of this uh people want to know about it, it people can, can listen it to out. the last episode uh so where can people find you where can they listen to you all yeah
2: you can find me everywhere at Nerdy Rocks. That's N U R D Rocks. Super easy to find. And then um, that's like, that's Twitter. That's Instagram. That's TikTok. That's a bunch of stuff. I talk about a lot of nerdy stuff on my TikTok. So it's a lot of fun over there. Um, also, if you want to listen to my music, you can go to Nerdy. So N U R D, wherever you stream your music at, you'll be able to find me soups easy or nerdyrocks.com. That's my website where you can find out
0: a whole lot more about me. And and of course, anyone who wants to learn, uh, follow more of the content from this podcast you can find me on tiktok at doctor underscore c twitter and instagram at gacruz underscore phd uh email your uh angry questions comments and concerns to barry at Cruz phd at gmail.com uh, yeah, uh like share us with your <laughs> friends and enemies alike and <laughs> we will be uh tagging uh, a couple songs from nerdy onto the end of this episode so please stick around for that it's awesome music and yeah thanks for coming by the office hours we'll catch you next time
3: bye Nerdy be in it to win it, I'm better than most, I've been out for a minute The Twistedies bang me the torch and I lit it, look how when I did it, I gotta admit it this team of the crop gonna ride to the top and they're not gonna stop Cause someone's got a prophecy I've been supreme, I got everything on me, yo I've been the dozens of and begs of an Yes, I'm a minority, such an anomaly, nerdy can spit it, then change the economy Real ones just bother me, haters gonna hate it, it's great if they gotta be Doing something with their time, if I'm still on their minds, it just means that I'm killing it properly My etymology shows that I mean what I say and I say what I mean when I spit it Your boy's gonna get it, I'm hey! running it From a good you better get out the way. If you a cover or a turf, get the hell up on my way. If you ain't trying to surf, so gone, I'm past Neutron, I blast. Nerfing, too sweet, two feet, rest on my gas. That means I ain't freaking slow, and I'm going and going like I got the battery. Yo, cause I gotta be hitting this streets
2: like I'm Barry A. Barber like Wally, you know I think.
3: the jam yeah i know it yeah. gonna lift up my hands gonna show this Woo. little light that i got up the bush as yeah, mine take a look you can see if you focus Woo. let it shine let it shine all day brighter than the hate that tries to get in my way yeah than depression, trying to get in my throat. Yeah, I think that's like the antidote. Yeah, I think it's close. Yeah. I might mess around and get my name in the paper. Woo. I don't want your chicken salad, I need the flavor. Hey. And my baby's gonna kiss a girl if she wanna. <laughs> I ain't really picking up on all of the drama. Yeah. My life is a movie and I just woke up. Yeah. All my friends are looking really hot and stuff. Yeah. And I hear the devil trying to call my bluff. But he really ain't got enough. Yeah. Cause I'm feeling glorious. No, I won't give it. No one's gonna take my crown mother's gonna stop me now Cause I'm feeling glorious Yeah, I'm about to win, I'm about to win Oh, I'm gonna light this town Oh, you're gonna see me now Cause I'm feeling good, great, like better than I ever really could it's a couple years ago they didn't know my name no. and now they're buying tickets just to see my face yeah. that is insane i can't believe no. that all you pretty people even know this me yeah. i keep on being elevated constantly yeah. it's got to be the feeling that they told me i would be yeah. when i was yeah. living on my dream yeah yeah thanking god every night yeah. i ain't stressing because i still got all my life yeah. making music for my people they just might right. turn this freaking city purple when i die hey. Yeah, and my If I write more Keeping Minnesota nice But I fight for All the people who believed in what I'm dreaming I'ma do it I'ma open up the door Cause 'Cause I'm I'm feeling glorious